everyone. Welcome to the Overseas Famous Podcast. I am Kevin Owens, joined today uh, with Brianna Williams. Uh, Brianna, Overseas Pro, also hosting an exposure camp this upcoming June, uh, the Pro Dreams Women Overseas Exposure Event, uh, June 5th, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Uh, registration, May 29th. We're going to get into that because this is, I'm, the name of the game is exposure camp and we've, you know, exposure camps are so important. Uh, there's so many, but Brianna's focusing in on the women's overseas, uh, exposure camp. And we're going to talk to her about that. Also her incredible career where she, uh, you know, played overseas, uh, notably in Kosovo. So as you know, if you listen to the show before, anytime anyone played in Kosovo, there's always going to be a, a wild story coming, but, uh, Brianna, thanks so much for joining us today. Yeah, no problem. Happy to be here. It's uh, here. So let's go into your career first and foremost. Uh, the craziest things always happen, and we, we'll go right into Kosovo. The craziest things always happen in Kosovo. And I always, it's fun because I like the women's perspective. Because I've interviewed people with the, you know, men's perspective and they're throwing stuff in the court. I've experienced like flares being thrown in the court. What was the experience like from a women's point of view playing in Kosovo? Yeah, so Kosovo was, it was the environment, first of all, it was actually better than I expected. Even with COVID, like kind of going away, it, it still was a great environment as far as the fans. I haven't got it where I got anything thrown on the court or anything crazy, but they were some very passionate, passionate fans for sure. Like just yelling all kind of stuff. Of course, I didn't know what they were saying, but then like my teammates would tell me what they were saying. I'm like, they really said that? <laughs> so just like stuff like that. Um, and just outside of basketball, walking around, just like everybody kind of like looking at you um, kind of because you're kind of in a foreign place, of course, but it was just like some different kind of looks like not to say it was bad but it was like I, something I wasn't used to you know so but fan wise basketball wise it was yeah probably around the same experience as you had it's so funny I just <clears throat> playing overseas it really is it's like when you play there like I'm seven like almost seven feet tall so any you know walking around downtown Pristina I'm walking uh, around and people are like okay you're here for a specific reason like you're not you're you're there's you're different like you're you you are not you are not one of us like exactly and it's it's I feel like that's what I was the overwhelming thing that I saw there is uh people just sit looking up and being like oh and it was funny because uh we talked on the show before about how overseas basketball the fandom is not as intense as it is in America like you see Joel Embiid or someone on the street you're gonna like freak out fans will go up ask for his autograph I feel like people in other cities like everyone is gonna know that Joel Embiid even if you're a casual fan even if you're not a basketball fan you're gonna be like oh that's the guy Joel Embiid for the Sixers people don't aren't like that with us like you just it's just like someone's just like that guy's tall you know <laughs> it's it's just a different experience so I think that you know playing overseas has that you're kind of like uh, a little bit on an island when you walk around because people are just like you. You are uh, a lot taller than the normal person from Pristina. Right, that, that's true. I mean, that happened with me. Of course, I'm not tall, right? I'm like five seven. Obviously, I look different than everybody there, so they're doing the same thing. Like, 
what is she here for? I wonder. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and at least when you speak English too, I think, you know, that's exactly. A, exactly. And it's, it's tough. I mean, learning Albanian, like you said, you, you hear some of the things like I knew pretty much, and I can't remember them now, but at that time I knew all the Albanian curse words because <laughs> you would hear fans say them either to to you or someone else and you're just like what's that mean they were like you don't want to know I was like all right, right. so I know exactly. that word I'm going to put that in the bank because that's something that uh you know will come back so what brought you into so you you know you're playing what brought you into wanting to set up an exposure camp so what really brought me into it just like over the years people asking me of course like what I do and knowing that I play basketball um especially my peers like and them having the desire to do the same thing and not having the opportunity to do it you know what I mean because you have many events and stuff and some of them you don't get overseas with them as well um, of course you have to perform on your own when you come to these events but it's just like the reason I did it is because those people who came to me and I want to be an outlet for those who um, do want to play overseas no matter what level it is I always tell people like try it do it if you get there and if you don't like it it's temporary you can come home you know what I mean so I just want to give that, that gateway and opportunity for the women to be able to to live out their dreams and desires to play professional we talk a lot about on the show about the WNBA and it's really blown up recently when you have women who were highly touted had good WNBA careers who are now getting released uh, because there's just not enough room. And we always talk about in the NBA, you're like, okay, so there's, you know, three going in, two going in, two going out every year. Like it's, it's just like a rotation. So who's going to stay, who's going to go. And I think with 30 teams, it's a lot different than having the WNBA where there's such a limit. And now you see these really good players almost now having and obviously WNBA and overseas kind of go hand in hand but it's really rough because you have women heading overseas and there's just not a huge uh there's not a huge platform because not every team you know we have the American system where there's a few teams and it's the same overseas there's not you know 15 different levels to play in in each country so how difficult is it uh, when you're putting this together to get some of those coaches in there to be like, listen, you know, we have some talent coming in. We really want you to take a look at this, but knowing that you never know what's going to happen because of the complete influx of athletes trying to, you know, compete for those jobs. Yeah. So from your first point, like the WNBA and people getting drafted and waived is ridiculous, you know, like just, just have to put that in there. It's just really crazy to me to just, the ment mental toll it can take on someone too, being congratulated for getting drafted and then waived. Like, you know, just just had to say that because that's that's crazy. And of course, like some of it's not their fault and they can't do much about it sometimes because it's not that many, that much opportunity. Like you said, 12 teams, 144 women, thousands of women who can actually play basketball, you know. Um, but um just I don't know. Um, I, I forgot the other question. I'm so sorry. I just got really passionate about that. No, I love it because. Oh, you want I, the, about the teams. I'm so sorry. Yeah, no, no, you're good. Because it is something to be passionate about. I think like it's, it's crazy. It's like wild to me 
that you have this and like everyone is like I've said it I've lived in, outside of Philadelphia so I love the idea of like having a, a WNBA team because I think it would really pick up and I always said like we've talked about how can you create something where you have okay maybe a back-to-back where the WNBA season becomes a little longer so you know the Brittany Griner she's overseas and everyone has to keep heading overseas as opposed to like having a WNBA season that could pay, that could be like a a longer thing. And now you can kind of combine it with the, with the Sixers and the, the women, you know, everyone kind of has this family of, Hey, we're going to help each other out. And uh, sorry, I get on tangents too, because I think it's ridiculous that, that, you know, you have some of these names and you're like, how in the world are they getting released? They're exactly they it's just it's sad so yeah so the just kind of going into that like how did how did with an exposure camp can you like have that competition now where you're competing uh, or all these girls are competing and now there's like so many other jobs out there and there's so many such an influx of talent and there's just so little places for them to go yeah so with that like I always make it my duty when I go overseas to network, make connections, not just network, make connections that are lasting connections, you know what I mean? Um, so when I do that, I'm building this rapport with the teams. Um, so most of these teams that will be watching, I have been in contact with personally, you know what I mean? And agents as well, even overseas agents. I've never lost my connection with them, especially if I had a great experience, you know? So soon as I told them about it, um, they were like, yeah, for sure. Like we're in, we're all in. They want to see what talent is out there that might be close to me or, you know, that someone I may know. Cause when you see someone, see someone that is doing well, um, see, see a good player. You're like, I want to connect those those coaches are like, I want to connect with other people that she knows, you know what I mean? So that's kind of how it, it, it is like networking connections. That's a huge thing. You're so, I mean, what, what overseas famous, uh, what we've become uh, is we have, you know, mastermind sessions where we have overseas athletes and they're all sitting in these meetings, you know, 10 to 12 people per meeting. And it's, that's all it is. It's just like, okay, what are you going to do to help your cause for your post-career life? What are you going to do to help your cause now? How are you going to improve uh, yourself and it's all networking because when you g- get a group of people together like the networking is so important I mean it's like when you retire like I got in a LinkedIn and I'm like okay this is networking because I mean you you definitely know like playing college basketball you are promised the world like I remember I had college they're like they I went to Monmouth and they're sending me stuff with like the New York Giants organization. You'll have you'll have a job here if you want, mm-hmm. you know, in the marketing department. I'm like, oh, cool. And then you head overseas for like 12 years. And it's like, oh, there's been 12 years of players now taking that spot. So I think it's just <laughs> it's tough. But I think like the networking is so key and not a lot of athletes really understand how important it is to build that networking, to build your network up, because like this, now you're able to help and and create new opportunities for new overseas athletes just through your networking. And okay. that's something, it's it's great to have that put into overseas athletes' heads to be like, you, you need to network, you need to set these things up because you never know where it's going to go. And now you've created this, this inc- incredible opportunity 
for people who want to chase their dream. And I just commend you for that because I think it's awesome. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. And going into, so have you ever had an opportunity? Did you ex ever participate in an exposure camp when you were kind of getting into professional basketball? Yes, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know who someone who hasn't enlisted, like just highly touted. Exactly. You know, going to UConn or something, you know, like, yep. hey, yes, I have. How was that experience? So the first, I think the very first one I went to was not that great, you know, just because of a lot of these events will tell you and market that they have teams that's going to be there they're going to be watching and there's no, no proof like you can't you know you can't see it and even then there's no proof afterwards because I'm like I know I just I just hooped like I you know what I mean I just <laughs> did my thing but nothing you know what I mean there's they'll have like maybe a WNBA scout or coach come maybe pay them to come I don't know and then they'll sit there you know but it's nothing that I can actually take and be like, yeah, I'm going to have an opportunity. It's more trying to make money than anything. And that's not all of them. That was the one I went to at first, but the second one I did go to, um, it did get me overseas. So it just all depends. <laughs> it's true. I, and the, I, the same thing, it's funny because every overseas athlete has gone to exposure camp. I mean, like I, I'm not every single one, but there's been a ton because I know lot, even, yeah. yeah, my, like you said, unless you're, you know, you're getting released by an NBA team, someone's going to know who you are. They'll get you in the door. But if you're just going right from college to overseas, you need to hit that exposure camp. And I know, you know, I've talked about my experience playing an exposure camp. I got to go to Virginia, uh, go to like VCU. And it was just, it was like an intense experience because, I would compare it to like AAU, like you play mm -hmm. AAU in a chance to gain exposure. And that's what it's all about. And this is like one giant AAU tournament with <laughs> a bunch of like real deal athletes who are all fighting for, you know, those few spots. And I think it's just, that's what makes it so intense. And that's what makes it so cool. Uh, having that atmosphere where you're just there, but you're not like, I always, it's like, you're like a gladiator. You're by yourself too. It's not like you're, you're like, oh, okay, me and my team are here. I'm going to showcase myself. My team wants to win because they're my friends. And we just sat there playing PlayStation all night. You don't have to, you have just meet these people. It's like you versus the world. And I think that's exactly. what makes it, makes it so intense. Like that experience of like, oh my God, it's just me and it's you and it's you and it's you. I don't care who my team it is. I got to go out and put that work in. Exactly. And not to mention, like when you go, everybody's shooting everything. <laughs> as soon as you touch the ball, it's every man for themselves. <laughs> it's so true. You just, everyone just, you're just jacking. And I feel like that happens sometimes at AAU tournaments. But at the same time, you have, you have to maintain, like, okay, this guy, this girl, like, they have to be able to do other things because they want to yeah. see, like, you win, too. At that, they're just looking, they're just looking for the player. They're like, let me see what you got. So when you're just, when you drop 20, even though there, someone else could have dropped 20, they just didn't get the opportunity. It is, it's every man for yourself. And that, that you, your selfishness really has to come out when you're in there. For sure. <laughs> 
and it sounds horrible saying that but at the same time i mean that's just what it is like you just you we live in a world where your job is dependent on it I, I, and you can't compare it to anything else because like it's not like people who are fighting to be i don't know like a, a lawyer or something are then put together in a room and it's like okay you're going to lawyer the shit out of this, like go. And everyone's just like, <laughs> oh, it's just, it's such a different experience. And you really are fight, fighting for your life. And I think it's, uh, that's what makes it so fun. I just think that that's what makes exposure camps uh, so unique and such a fun time. Exactly, for sure. So when you set this up and you're trying to, you know, you make those connections and you're like, okay, these are the players, these are the teams that are going to come. Is it hard to get that word out to the athletes to be like, Hey, check this out. This is what we got. The shit's for real. How do you separate yourself from like the, the other slop that might be out there? So I would say it's, it's the difficult part is actually getting people to commit. You know what I mean? So I can get the word out there. I get, I have so many people who have watched, who have inquired everything, but it's actually getting them to register. You know what I mean? To invest in themselves at this point and to build that rapport and trust with you. Cause some of these people, they don't know you, but it's, yeah, you know, that they don't know me, so I can understand it. But also it's the marketing aspect of it too. Um, just, marketing that these teams are really going to be watching you know because that's the big thing with this is it's going to be live streamed and it's going to be teams watching and that's like in the event i'll have some of the women like the women will be able to take a break and see on their phone or whatever like these teams watching you know what i mean so i'm kind of trying to separate myself in that aspect like you can go see for yourself that they're watching you know what i mean i can also contact you if they are interested in you like you'll see that this is real and because usually sometimes in, in exposure events, you don't get anything after you get done playing. It's just like you go home and wait, twiddle your fingers, and nothing happens sometimes. You know what I mean? So, but you, I want them to actually see that these teams are watching. These agents are here watching as well. Even if you don't get sent, like seen by those teams as far as signed, you still have agents there too that might like you as well and think they, they can get you another position somewhere else. I do love the... And we've reached it as well. I mean, we this podcast wouldn't be possible. I think about, you know, how things were set up before, even when, you know, five years, three years ago, pre-COVID, how like things were set up where everything was like phone call. And now you have this live streaming option that has just created this, this incredible opportunity because you can really get a ton of teams from overseas to be like, hey come watch us. And they're like, I'm committed to watch it. I'm going to live stream it. Cause then they get to see, and you don't have to waste. I think it like AU in college too. It's like, everything's live streamed. Like uh Cal Perry can sit there and like, you know, Gina Ariana can sit there and just watch, like turn their TV on and watch a live stream of AU all day and be like, okay, I like them, them, them. It's made exactly. recruiting <laughs> so much easier. And it's just, it's a great thing. And this opportunity as well you have this this live stream option and now people sitting in a you know germany are able to watch this event and be like okay i want that person i think that's just such a great opportunity uh that technology has given us even mm -hmm. since then like i we had like just a bunch of scouts sitting at the ones that i went to you there okay. there was not an option like this it's just incredible yeah, yeah for sure like 
like you hit it on the nose, like this was not there. And it's like, I feel old when I say that, like this wasn't here back in the day when, when I yep. was in college. Um, but it's true. It's like the new thing and it's, it's so great. And it's like going to be the future for sure. I, it is. It does make me sound, I mean, I'm 41, <laughs> but at the same time, I just, the technology that is coming and coming and coming, like it's, it's crazy. Like I even think about, I retired in like 2011 mm -hmm. and like Netflix wasn't a thing then, like it didn't even mm -hmm. exist. And now I, I just remember like I used to pack a huge binder filled with like CDs and DVDs and stuff. And that's yeah. what I would yeah. watch because you would just, there's nothing else to watch. Now it's like, you can be like, people can watch TV from home. It's just, it's incredible. Like the technology has given in what, like 10, 12 years. It's wild. And even, I think it's just going to keep progressing and progressing and like how you're able to stay up on that and like have that tech side where you're running this exposure camp and it keeps growing. Like that's the, those things where you can start thinking about like, okay, how, how can I stay ahead of the competition? Because technology is going to keep growing. How do I utilize that technology and use it to grow uh, this into something that's just going to be bigger and bigger. And that's just like, those are cool things that you're going to be experiencing. And I think that's like, awesome. I think that's like commendable. And I think this yeah, is going to be really cool sure. for you. Yes, for sure. And I'm excited about it for sure. And I'm just hoping to give somebody the opportunity, you know, like that's literally the whole thing around the event and the exposure event is opportunity. You can say that you tried and you did it and there's your opportunity and it's going to keep coming. Like I, I expect to keep doing this yearly, like an annual thing. Like even, you know, I want to grow and grow and let people know that this is, this is for real. I love that. I just think it's, uh, it's so needed and having, you know, good. <clears throat> I also think you as an overseas athlete yourself, it, it separates you from the, the rest of the pack. Uh, it separates you from from everyone else because you've been there. And I always say that whatever we do as overseas athletes post-career, you know, in our career or business-wise, we are separated because we've been there. We've done that. And we have such a unique market that you're able to kind of advertise this to and get this out to. But you've been there. So you're not some crazy scout from <laughs> Slovakia and just like sending emails like, come join this exposure camp. Like you did it you've played so you're yeah. trustworthy you've got that that cred and that's just why it's you know everyone should be hitting you up and being like yep pro dreams i'm being hey. i'm gonna be there <laughs> that's what i'm that's what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> seriously because like you said is is building that rapport i keep saying that but it's the truth because if I have a peer and they see me doing it and I, and I just got done playing, like, and I haven't even officially like retired. So when you see that I'm, I'm playing, it's like, they look like, yeah, I can do that. I'm literally right there. Like we're the same age, same age group, same generation. It's like to see that firsthand and not, like you said, somebody that you like, hmm, I don't know about this, scratch your head <laughs> yeah. about it. Like it's, it's different for sure. Well, this is, this is incredible. So, in Atlanta, uh, June 5th, check it out. The uh, Pro Dreams Women Ex Overseas Exposure event. Uh, register Registration is May 29th by noon. Make sure you're registered. Yes. Yes. Um, 
And yeah, this, so Brianna, like being able to put this event on, we're very excited for it. We're very excited for you and the opportunities that you're presenting to, uh, you know, young female athletes going to try to, you know, head overseas. We're, we're, we're behind you and we're very excited for this. I appreciate that hundred percent. Like I'm behind you guys too. Like I love what you guys are doing because we don't have that many outlets as overseas players. Um, and sometimes we're the minority in it all, but because you have the NBA, WNBA, have all uh-huh. the leagues, you know. So this is great. This is super great what you guys are doing too. And I appreciate you very much. Well, and we appreciate everybody, you. June 29th, I mean June 5th, <laughs> May 29th, registration deadline. Be there. We are going to, we're going to put this all over the place. We're going to advertise it. We're very excited uh, to to have this event. And it's going to be, it's going to be super cool. So we're, we're pumped for you, Bree. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Guys, everyone, check it out. This is the Overseas Famous Podcast. Rihanna Williams, uh, Pro Dreams Women Overseas Exposure Event, June 5th. Check it out. Uh, we'll put the website, we'll be at the bottom of this. So we will, uh, you know, click the links and we will, it will direct you right there. We really appreciate your time and uh, everyone check it out. Hit that exposure camp if you want to play. Peace.